Honorable members, honorable members, order. Switch on the microphone. Switch on the microphone. We are rising on a point of order. On a point of order. The microphones must be on. Welcome to Politics Unmuted, where our microphones are never muted and we turn up the volume on all things political. I'm Gonita Hunter, the politics editor for News24. Joining me today is News24's political reporter, Lizzie Gatandwa. So Liz, it's just me and you today. We are reporting, we're not reporting, we are podcasting mm. from what looks like an underground bunker. Our <laughs> studio is all blackened out today. <laughs> yeah, I love the art. <laughs> Have you ever wondered what the Nkandla bunker uh, looks like? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I imagine stacks of money. I don't, I don't know. imagine stacks of money. I imagine like these shelves, like yeah. these industrial shelves with stacks of stacks money. Stacks of money and, and, and dossiers upon dossiers of everyone's life. Liz, you've had a busy day. I have. I had a busy day. No, in fact, I feel like a busy 48 Yeah, hours. yeah. It's, it's, it's been rough. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Secretary General Ace Makashule, for ruining the, our lives. Yeah, for, for the long nights. So it started off uh, on Tuesday. You were deployed to Soweto uh, in anticipation of Super Wednesday, which is this massive by elections that ha- are happening all over the country. What is it? 95 wards that 95, have been yeah. contested. A very significant moment. In another world, this would have been the biggest topic mm. uh, of the week. Oh, well, at least that's what we thought. Oh, that's what we thought. Yeah. In, in our idealistic yeah. world. <laughs> and then you go to Soweto. And where do you hear it for the first time? Do you hear it from, from my text message? Yes, I got a, a, a WhatsApp message from you. Say, and, and it was just, and I was actually quite lucky because at that point, uh, ENCA as well, as well as Soweto TV, uh, my colleagues from, from those stations had already you know, concluded their interviews with the Secretary General. And I had decided that, you know what, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait it out and let's go from door to door I'll go with him in in all these trailing these door to doors and then at some point as he made these promises to the poor community of Ward 130 in Soweto and then you <laughs> you send me a biggie, a, a, a doozy. I I had to when I opened it. Damn, it's Daily Maverick, and they are breaking what is we've all been anticipating, yeah. which is his imminent arrest, and it's finally here. So so obviously it's broken in Daily Maverick. We've confirmed it. We then go and get official confirmation that he's appearing in court on on Friday. Um, it's chaos in our virtual newsroom. I'm, I'm sure it was chaos. <laughs> it was chaos on desk. I can't imagine what was happening in the WhatsApp group, the, the editorial WhatsApp group. So we knew that an arrest for Ace Mahashule was imminent. Mm. Um, he leaked, or his supporters perhaps leaked that information to Independent about a month ago. Uh, it was sort of any time there was, you know, constant communication from his lawyers that mm. was leaked to the media. And and it was sort of any day. On Tuesday, the Director of Public Prosecutions in the Free State signed a warrant of arrest from the serious investigations unit of the Hawks in the Free State, you know, for his warrant of arrest. And then the news broke. And someone had to break it to him. What happened? 
Well, it was quite interesting because as he's walking, uh, conversing with community members, and I remember when when you sent me that 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 article, you sent me that uh, that breaking news. We were going into one of the houses where uh, a gentleman, an elderly gentleman, and his wife were talking about um, not having IDs. The IDs were worn out, and he was busy trying to facilitate that. So I immediately gave the, the my phone to one of ace's closest supporters and uh, communication liaison and then i could see everyone scrambling in 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 the case in the so you broke it to ace Mahashule, then yes, he, there's I, a warrant I, I, I could, arrest. I could see <laughs> i could see people scrambling because i was with uh some of um my colleagues from the city press and shortly after that as we approached the area where the the venue, the area where he was supposed to speak, Dakota Lechote, Dakota is an NEC member and is also an NWC member. He mm. was um, accompanying uh, Mr. Esma Khashule at that point. Quickly took him away from us, removed him from us. And I imagine that's when he finally found out about his arrest warrant being issued. And there was a phone call that was made. Uh, shortly after that, I remember he was surrounded by his comrades, mm. and as he was making that phone call, whispering, but his face really—it was telling. His face was telling. I mean, this is a person who was, you know, he was really jovial throughout that that time. He was looking forward to the by elections. He was asking people to vote ANC. He had the manuscript when he was speaking to journalists of what he should say. He yeah. knew exactly what to say about where the ANC is, how the ANC is handling uh, corruption and corruption. He slipped a few hundreds yes. to, to supporters. <laughs> and, he, and he slipped a, f- a few hundreds to supporters. But when when he made that call, and I imagine that he was making that call to his lawyers, it was a brief call, I'd say about two minutes. Uh, he came back and his his face completely changed. The tone, his tone changed. His uh, um, his body language changed, and you could see from because we we actually had a discussion as 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 journalists, which we usually do yes. when when situations when we we have to deal with and situations you guys are just like so this. Up. <laughs> How do we approach him? Yeah. Do we? I mean, is is are we going to hit him with 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 the big news? Yes. Are we going to hit him with the big question? Yeah. Your reaction to to news the arrest warrant, or do we talk about the by election? So we started off talk, soft. Yeah, we started. <laughs> Off soft. Let's <laughs> let's just give him time to <laughs> to relax, and you could you could see how his body language. It was clear that he was not in the mood to talk to us any longer. He answered questions. He maintained very, his innocence. Maintained his innocence. But then said an interesting thing around enemies from within. Right? Well, yeah, he 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 did speak of uh, enemies from within. So that was, that was when was, he spoke to his supporters. So this is not when he's speaking to you guys. When yes. he's speaking to you guys, he says, I maintain my innocence. I'm going to cooperate with law enforcement. Yes. Nothing extraordinary. Yes, nothing extraordinary. I'm a law-abiding citizen. Mm. Uh, I, I will cooperate. This has been coming. I knew about this. No, I and he, he did convey his, his surprise that it came out via the media. It was leaked to the media and he he did say that you know you guys are always the first to know, so I'm not surprised that you guys but that's are the first to know. <laughs> that's spicy because it uh, sets the tone yeah. for 
um, law enforcement are, uh, law enforcement agencies are playing a dirty game by leaking stuff to the media. Dakota which... kind of went went there yeah. uh, when he was uh, addressing supporters. So it came to a point where he had to address uh, supporters. Dakota, it's raining uh, cats and dogs in Soweto, so we're standing there. We called. This is our job. <laughs> this is, this is what we do. We stand there in the cold. <laughs> Tweeting away, sending quotes to you. And there you have your your manager on the other. Yes. This can you (laughs) file now? (laughs) So, and then that's when he finally, he he spoke briefly about enemies from within and and, and they will get them and they, they know who they are and he will expand on these enemies at a later stage. Something that, if you remember, Jacob Zuma has, has been, uh, singing that tune for singing that chorus for a long time about enemies from within and that they know who they are but those enemies from within only come out when nameless and also only when when someone's facing uh, arrest yes it it never exists otherwise yes yes i wasn't surprised by Mm. his 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 tone and his rhetoric and we i think no one was surprised i think that you also weren't surprised by the fact that he took it there where he said that law enforcement was being used Mm. uh for faction battles uh we expected uh that kind of language to come out of him so as the day proceeds we then find out that ace makashule is um facing a warrant for his arrest in relation to contravention of section 34 of the prevention of combating of corruption activities act and this was during 2014 and 2015 he was still the free state uh premier at the time. So the warrant for his arrest was granted. But there was something that Mahashule and his lawyers, as well as his supporters, have been beating about for the last month. And that is about Hollywood-style arrests. So um, the Hawks showing up at Edwin Sodi's business place with cameras, capturing his arrests. And obviously, this was going to be a bone of contention, right? This time around, the Hawks did not opt for that Spectre Theatre. They wrote to his lawyers Mm. and said that you need to hand over your client on Friday and he should appear before the Bloemfontein Magistrates Court. Obviously, this gives the Hawks and law enforcement the ability to focus on the charges and on the case and not be focused on sideshows because had that had happened, say the Hawks were dispatched to Soweto and Es Makashule mm. was leaving in handcuffs, as much as some people would have been delighted, mm. it would have literally caused just a whole lot of drama. That's that's true. I mean, the, the Edwin Sodi uh, arrest kind of became a, a talking point and it gave ammunition to 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 a certain faction of the ANC which was saying that you know these these arrests are politically motivated and a, an arrest like that would have tainted the credibility of of the hawks as well or or given a rise to questions around the hawks and whether they are playing in in the in the political domain so i am quite appreciative as a south african quite appreciative of how it's been done also isma khashule was the was the one remember when he mm. sent uh, a letter or his legal team sent mm. a letter to both the Hawks and the NPA requesting that he be a 
alerted and he not be subjected mm. to re- re- humiliation and embarrassment via Hollywood style, uh, so-called Hollywood style arrest. So it takes away from any argument that mm. they can make now about the legitimacy mm. of of the process. whole case yeah. or the process mm. against Ace and the other co-accused. Yeah. So what has happened so far in terms of the asbestos case? Now, we know 2014-2015, there was this asbestos case, 255 million rand uh, given to two companies, one uh, owned by Edwin Sodi, the other one by the late uh, Igom Pambani. And obviously, all evidence proving that it was a corrupt contract, no work has been done. Uh, payments were made before anything could even happen and there were seven arrests in October, right? In October. In Among those who were arrested, it was one politician, which is uh, the former MEC for Human Settlements, uh, Olim Lamleli. It was two other or three other um, government officials and three business people as well as, um, you know, their businesses. So those seven people were arrested. They appeared in court, they got bail, they appeared again today, which is when we're recording this is Wednesday, and the matter was postponed because the NPA says they're going to add accused. Obviously, now we know that Mahashule is going to be among those who who are going to be added to the list of accused. And what's interesting is that the asset for feature unit had also come in and swooped, and they've seized assets. We saw Bentleys and Porsches Hmm. and... What else did you didn't you feel very poor when you see so <laughs> I can't I can't I can never get rid of the picture of the Bentleys and, and the Aston Martins and, and the beautiful cars and and the view that those beautiful cars have is far better than anything I could imagine <laughs> for myself and my daughter. So yeah. With corruption money one may argue, but um <laughs> So, so, so that happens, and now obviously the the NPA is at a point now where it cannot bungle this case. Mm. So, th- so we know that that they are now sort of satisfied that those who are meant to be arrested are going to be charged. So, Ace Makashule, there's going to be two others. It'll be interesting to see who they are. But this is now where the politics comes in, right, Liz? And so. Very quickly, we came to hear that the top six of the ANC was meeting late on Tuesday evening, and there was this anticipation of now what happens when the Secretary General of the ANC is charged with corruption. So um, we've been writing stories about some of the high-ranking or or top ANC uh, officials, whether be in provinces or nationally, uh, who have uh, either been arrested or uh, accused of wrongdoing. So so we've been uh, writing uh, a a series of stories about what has been happening um, since August when the NEC Mm. resolved... I feel like from June. Was it from June? So, so let me let me track this back a bit, right? It's the end of June. It's like the 30th of June. The NEC meets. Now, this is at the time where COVID-19 corruption is is mm. uh, all over. And then the first conversation starts. Um, I remember because it was it was like it was Eid or something. <laughs> I remember mm. it quite vividly. And it was the conversation started around you know kids of politicians, right? And then that's that's spilled over into the public domain. Then then there was a subsequent NEC where it was the whataboutism mm. NEC where 
Uh, if you say I'm corrupt, what about Bosasa? Mm. What about mm. this? What about that? And there was just a whole lot of finger pointing. Then there was sort of this conversation that, okay, we need to be firm against corruption. Ramaphosa taking the lead, proposing that, uh, that, that, they, that there should be this firm resolution that those who are accused of, of corruption should step aside from the party. And, and that takes us into August. Mm. And then at the end of August, Ramaphosa uh, coming out, it was a special initiative, I think, yeah. Where, where he addressed us as me mm. as the media, and he said, you know, those who are accused of corruption should step aside. The thing about the ANC is that they don't iron out the fine yes. print, and it's always left to interpretation, mm. so they can get away scot free by not implementing their own resolutions, which in fact is a whole mm. PR mm. stance. Ramaphosa being fierce on corruption in that in that NEC that saw drama before it. Remember the whole thing of the Zuma letter, mm. the Jacob Zuma mm. letter, the, the 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 call by Tony, Tony Yang in his call, yeah, that he should that Ramaphosa should step mm. aside because of the uh, the CR seventeen, yes, mm. um, the 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 funding. And so there was all of this drama, and then the NEC comes out with a statement, and it's hailed as you know Ramaphosa asserting himself. But then, like what happened with VBS, like what happened with so many other scandals, it just gets lost in translation. Mm, mm. And nobody wants to step aside. Since that decision was taken, there are people who have gotten more charges in the likes of Bongani Bongo and are still chairpersons of portfolio committees in parliament. Now, the thing is, it feels like we as the media believe the ANC resolutions more than they do. (laughs) fair to say. I you think know, that's fair to say. And we, we're you look at, it to, you know, section 27.5 yeah, of the constitution yeah, says yeah. one, two, and three. And this is what the resolution of NASREC, and this is what your 2015 uh, what, what did What said. did you say? What did you say um, uh, on our on our last podcast? You said one, one ANC uh, uh, leader said to you, why should you why should you believe everything we say? Yes, so it's, yes. It's, it's exactly In fact, I'm writing exactly a column. That. I'm writing my column for, for tomorrow, and that's exactly my thing, is that we are believing the ANC at their own peril when they don't even believe it. Mm. They, the entire thing about stepping aside, I mean, it was such a topical thing not long ago, literally a month or two ago. And now for the top six to meet, and there is not even the consideration that Ace Mahashule would have to step aside. aside. It's like, In what fact, are you talking about? You know, almost like we are... We don't know what you're talking about. In fact, in fact, what actually shocked me was the DSG, which is the Deputy Secretary General, saying that they not only support him, they not only uh, put their support behind him, they want him to be treated fairly and justly, and uh, they don't want any bias against him, which is uh, mm. granted. But, you know, when you when you look at the ANC, and, and I completely agree with you, you look at the ANC in terms of its resolutions, not only just about stepping whether aside. Whether we it's talk lifestyle about, audits. Yes. Where, with, where are the lifestyle yeah. audits? We talk about what they they for a long time said that they wanted to uh, to give the integrity commission teeth yes. the integrity commission is 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 so useless yeah. it it's it, it doesn't have any any clout i mean if you appear before and the integrity the commission ones- 
they don't you 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 it's just a matter of procedure it's not a matter yeah. where you are ready you you know that you're pairing you're pairing before uh an institution that that has gravitas and so the thing is that they sell it to us that the ANC Integrity Commission, hypothetically, is going to solve all our corruption problems. And this is it. This is how we are rectifying. Meanwhile, we drink that Kool-Aid and we then say, we, you know, okay, what's happening in the Integrity Commission? When everyone's looking at the Integrity Commission and looking at these, you know, old people and laughing at them, mm. knowing full well mm. that they themselves mm. don't take it seriously. Mm. And so I think I think it's time to stop giving the ANC the benefit of the doubt <laughs> because it's not, this is not about, this is not about Mahashule defying an ANC resolution. This is a party that doesn't take its own resolution seriously. That's true. That's this true. is not about the strong man who's saying, no, I will defy. No, they just don't care enough because one of those top six officials should have said okay guys we have this resolution what do we do what happens what do we do you charge do we now? not because yeah. because essentially the, the the top six doesn't have uh the powers to to decide whether that uh Mahashule should step aside what they should do is they should recommend it to to make a recommendation yeah. or or we assign it to the, the nwc yeah. and then the nwc will make a recommendation to the nec and then it gets discussed there but i i i, I would have expected something of you know I I just want I always say just give me something where I I can actually believe that I have leaders who have my best interest at heart in this country and every time I'm, I'm I go into a press briefing I remember when we went into that press briefing shortly after Jacob Zuma made that shoddy apology about flouting the constitution yes. Gwede Mandashe takes well, us to the Tuli House wasn't it a late night it was briefing? a late it was ten o'clock yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, Gwede Mandashe yes, yes takes um, uh, uh, holds a, a media briefing and you have you came out not knowing what in the world ANC yeah. stands for what and that was that was at the, the briefing now after um, after the top six meeting where you don't know what what Jesse Duarte is saying mm. you know we, we're not going to go to co- court but people can go to court but we don't want the ANC to go to court but if you're an ANC but member, we support him but we support him but we also don't want to be seen to be supporting him so then <laughs> I think if people would see our faces right now, <laughs> they'll bring us alcohol. <laughs> jokes, <laughs> jokes. But it's a, it's a, it's really a fascinating, it's a fascinating play. We knew that this was going to happen. There's two scenarios. How I see it, you can tell me if I'm wrong, Liz. The first scenario is Mahashule doesn't get support from the party. He's told to go there. He mobilizes his own support. He's told to step aside. They fight it. Eventually, he has to step aside. Uh, it doesn't really do much for the ANC because there has been these accusations against Ace Mahashule for a long time. Um, and so, and anyways, some people argue that he was an ineffective Secretary General anyways, unlike maybe his predecessor where, you know, everything from the party came from his office. So Jesse Duarte steps in, you know, carries the party for a while until his case is concluded or un- until some shakeup happens in the ANC. So that's the one version. The second version is that this then creates fear among his supporters, and they then go all out to start creating this narrative that law enforcement agencies are being used um, for political ends, and then it creates a band of thieves who are now supporting each other. We've seen it before. We've seen it in the form of Sandile Komedi and others. And what happens is 
they're the ones that have access to ANC branches. And at the end of the day, um, it's a repeat of 2005, 2006. Um, and literally, the house gets set satellite as Mahashule goes down. And so those for me are the two scenarios. I don't think that Cyril Ramaphosa emerges from this a hero. There's no way he does. Neither do I. I, I, I think Even to we his are, supporters. Exactly. I think we, we are looking at, and <laughs> I think he's caught between a rock and a hard place. My biggest worry when, when Cyril Ramaphosa took over and he went to the union buildings was because he took all of his resources, he took all of his manpower and took it to the union buildings, leaving uh, Lutuli House accessible to Ace and the likes. As a result, Ace Mahashule has managed to, I mean, he's been going to KZN, he, he, he still uh, has a lot of support in the free state, we've seen that. Um, he, he, he seems to be trying to get support from the MKMVA because for some reason the MKMVA, uh, he's, he's a staunch supporter of the MKMVA. Of that faction. Of, of that faction of the MKMVA. Yeah. Um, look, whatever happens, the reality is that he is not going to willingly step aside for the good of the uh, of the party. That's not going to happen. He is going to. I, I imagine that he is going to fight as hard as he can, and the people around him who know that if he is affected, if he is, uh, if he steps aside, they also have the a lot to coming, lose. Yes. Yeah, they also have a lot to lose. So that in itself will um, propel his supporters mm. to encourage him to fight. Um, because it's not only about... And, and, and we saw that we saw that before that NEC meeting, is that this is not about some random uh, regional leader who's charged with corruption mm. that they, you know, you know, he mustn't step aside. This is about you are effectively dismantling... Um, an entire faction of the ANC. Mm. You know, someone someone said to me, someone, um, some one of the uh, a former NEC leader said said to me, and I think he painted a very bleak picture. Picture, but he said to me he foresees a, a, a split in the ANC. Uh, those who are disgruntled, uh, he sees if that's if Esma uh, Khashule is being forced to step down. Those who are disgruntled, he see them. He sees that what they will do next year in the twenty twenty one elections is to say, you know what. We're not going to participate. We're not going to mobilize. We're not going to go out and campaign. We are just going to let the ANC crumble and f and fall apart. And that's what the, essentially they have planned um, in, in in areas like KwaZulu Natal. Mm -hmm. KwaZulu Natal, we know, is is one of the biggest provinces uh, in the, in the ANC. And Jacob Zuma and in extension Esma Khashule still wield uh, uh, some support in that mm. province. Uh, and the reason why, the reason why, and this is what people must not forget, Liz, is that it's a 10-year patronage building mm. that you, that you mm. built from the ground mm. up. So it is all interlinked that an asbestos, this is not just a random corruption deal that went down. The, an entire network mm. of patronage were, you know, more complicated mm. than a spider's web mm. has been sustained and growing for a decade, mm. and therefore, um, you know, you 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 can't you can't sort of 
pull out. It's a domino effect. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And so people are not people are not looking looking at this and being like, okay, this is this is one guy going down. This is the entire network, mm. and everyone's being affected. Mm. That's why you saw mayors in Gauteng mm. losing their mind mm. late at night. It's because this thing sets an an important precedent. Mm. And the thing is. And that's why people were, were wanting high-profile arrests is because once you see, once the main guy sort of gets mm. fingered, litmus test, yeah, yes, it's a, it's a, it's a sense of okay, are they going to start coming yes. for all of us? It also is the adverse in the sense that now it's a very good deterrent. Mm. But as I say all of this, there's one test for me, and that is the NPA cannot mess it up. We. <laughs> Shamila Patoy, I'm 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 yeah. I'm sure she 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 I'm sure she's aware of that that she can't she can't mess this one up. I mean, of all the cases that she has on 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 her desk, this is the big one, and it's it's the biggest test she has of her independence. It's the biggest test she has of her authority in 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 the NPA, and it's the biggest um, test that the ANC has. Will the ANC interfere in this in, in these proceedings? Paul Mashatile has said that no, we will step aside, we'll let the law yeah. uh run its course. But it's it's going to be an interesting couple of months. Yeah. Uh I, I, it's going to be interesting for us as well, uh yeah. Kanita. I mean, we are not going to have You're any going to be overworked. <laughs> we are not going to have any sleep. We have uh elections next mm. year, we have this big case next year, and it's not the only case. Mm. There's Bongani Bongo, mm. there's other arrests mm. that we're expecting. There's people like Zandile Gumede. Um, you, as you said, it's a network. It's a patronage network, and that network is uh, is somewhat crumbling. And if Batoi or uh, Shamila Batoi is 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 on top of that, it remains to be seen. I think what needs to happen is that there needs to be a watertight prosecution. They, they need to be ready for anything. They need to know that there's going to be sideshows. But at the end of the day, the evidence will talk. And they have a history of bungling up big mm. cases. So history cannot repeat mm. itself. More importantly, I think that it's a very big moment in history. Ace Mahajule is probably the most senior politician to be arrested for corruption in the last decade. And I think that this sets the tone what's to come so Liz me and you are going to pack our bags now we are on our way to Bloemfontein that's all we have for you today from all of us at Politics Unmuted thanks for listening this episode was produced by my colleague Catherine Rice and recorded by Shante Shah the music was courtesy of Getty Images and Epidemic Sound if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe or follow the hashtag Politics Unmuted Politics Unmuted